Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Receiver Roy Williams, who was the number seven pick overall in the 2004 <clears throat> NFL Draft. What's going on, Roy? How's everything? What's happening, fellas? Oh, What's up, big time? Everything is good here. We, we got some snow coming in. Do you have some snow wherever you are, Roy? Snow? No, oh, you, <laughs> you said no snow for you, huh? Uh, snow cones. We ain't got no snow. <laughs> hey, what's going on, Roy? Oh, man, everything's good. Man, I appreciate you getting on, man. Hey, I'm going to start it off with this same question. I've be, you know, I've been getting, getting um, asked here over the last week. Last weekend when when your Lions and your Cowboys played, what was your loyalty? Um, and I, 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 be careful. Not being political. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I, like, I like watching both teams, right? Right. Um, I love the underdog Detroit Lions. Uh, they deserve it, right? That city deserves a, a champion, right? Or at least, you know, NFC Championship game or something that city deserves. Uh, the Dallas Cowboys, they deserve it too. It's been a long time, right? So uh, I think I think if they can meet in the playoffs again, I think that'll be a, the, the most watched game in the playoffs. Roy, what do you think of? the controversy that happened throughout that game and specifically in the end. But, uh, you know, we, we realize that games aren't decided on one play and the Lions had opportunity to get that two-point conversion after. There was a controversial tripping call before that that may have led to the Lions being in position to, to uh, win the game in the end. So a little bit of controversy at the end of that game. Yeah. I mean, just take zero, though, right? Six though. Go to overtime and see what happens. That's what I said. Uh, that's, that's what I would. That's what I would do, um, especially after the second time. But uh, the thing that I, I talk to my boys about all the time is, I mean, us as fans, we we get we get all the angles and the the zoom ins, and we have too much access to the game. And we as fans want the game to be perfect. And I, I think that cheats the game. If they want to do that, they should have the people up in New York watching that saying, hey, no, that guy checked in with you. You know it. Let's change that call. And Or that guy, you called it on the wrong team, that tripping, you should correct that on the field right then and there. And it's that simple. It takes everything out of it because us as fans, we have too much access and we can see what they're doing wrong. Do you, do you think it should get to that extent where they're monitoring the games and they can correct calls right there and that they should be able to correct pretty much every call throughout a game or it, they have a healthy balance in, in where it is and, and leave it like it is for the most part and, and, and let those guys yeah. have, you know, do their job. Absolutely. Uh, and I, I do believe in human, human error, right? But when those human errors dictate the, the outcome of a big ball game, you know, Detroit Lions are playing for the number one seed there, right? They're potentially playing for the number one seed. And um, that two-point conversion don't get there if, you know, that tripping call is called the right way. Or the Detroit Lions win the game, per se, if the referee gets the call correct on the two-point play. Lions have been really impressive this year, and uh, they were playing on a high to end the season last year. So there was a lot of, lot of um, 
I guess, excitement coming into this season as to what they could do to build upon what they did last season. And we've seen with the result that they were able to go win the division. How exciting is that? You know, just thinking about where the Lions have been in recent years and what they've built over the past couple of seasons and what we've seen them build into this season. Yeah, I think Coach Campbell's done a great job with that ball club. I think they've bought into his his style. Uh, I know he's a he's a physical, hard nose, hard talking coach, uh, and he's got the right players that respond to him. You know, a lot of people don't understand some of those some of those players can't can't deal with that that hard talking. You know that that type of attitude that that coach brings. Um, you know, so he has the right group of guys in there, and like I say, they deserve it, man. They they worked hard. Cities deserve it. They've been through so many years of just not being so good. So uh, I hope the tide is turned. I hope it's not a one one year wonder. You know what I mean? I I hope that it's a, a continued deal where they they win multiple division championships. And as far as the Cowboys, they've had some ups and downs, even though they have a really good record. At times, you see them play really good at home where they're scoring a lot of points and they look unstoppable. And then on the road, they kind of look like a different team at times. What have you seen from the Cowboys throughout the season? Um, I, I think they're just consistent, man. They're just uh, – they do what they do. You know, Dak is – I know Reggie don't want to hear it, but Dak is, Dak is the man. If they don't have Dak, they're not in the spot that they're in. Um, he is he has played consistently, whether that's good or bad or mediocre. He's been consistent the whole year, and um, just that defense. That defense is is rode the, the I don't want to say rode the tail end of the of the offense because they they balance each other. I think they feed off each other. So I think they're a, a good explosive football team on both sides of the ball, and they're one of the ones that contend for for the Super Bowl. Which one? Of, which one of those teams has a better shot? Just sitting here today, what do you think? It depends on how it all shakes. If if Dallas stays in that number two spot and they get those two home games before they have to go to San Francisco, uh, you know, I, I think that, you know, Dallas probably has the, the easier road. Um, but Detroit comes to Dallas again, too, so they're going to be hungry and upset. So it's going to be a great game there if it gets to that point. Hey, Roy, talk about <clears throat> your days in Detroit, you know, when you first came in. Uh, you know, me and your locker was side by side, and and you know your, um, and you came in all the media hype, all the media around your locker room. Man, talk about those days when you first came in, getting used to Detroit, and you know how things went because in Dallas, as you know, and as they know, it's a lot more media, it's a lot bigger. What was the difference in Detroit and Dallas, and everything you experienced when you first came in Detroit? Yeah, yeah. So uh, I love the city of Detroit, man. It was uh, it was good. You know, flew in. Um, got right down to business, right? Coach Mariucci was was my was my head coach. I learned the West Coast offense. It was a new, little new for me, but it wasn't that I couldn't handle. I loved my teammates, loved the wide receiver room. Um, you know, we went on away trips. You know, and it's you fly there, you get on the bus, and you drive to the to the hotel, and you get out, and you can do whatever you need to do. And it's you know, seven, eight, nine people there. You know, hey, Reggie, autograph, Roy, autograph. When I went to Dallas. <laughs> first road game was in first road game was in St. Louis. We got off the bus and I what is this? Yeah. It's like we in Hollywood, man. It's about fifty thousand people there. Flashing lights. I say, Oh man, this is this is totally different to the Detroit Lions. Way Lions. So, different. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I love my time in Detroit, man. It was great, man. Man, a lot of good people. 
uh, learned a lot of football from Coach Mariucci to uh, Rod Marinelli to uh, my main my main man uh, Mike Martz. Uh, so uh, love the city of Odessa. I mean, of Detroit. And um, when I got traded to Dallas, it was kind of a little bit night and day. It was. I, I always tell people I wish that we could flip the players from Detroit to Dallas. In Detroit, you know, you wouldn't be America's team, but you'll have better players and you would win Super Bowls, if that makes sense. Was that a, a dream of yours, though, to play for the Cowboys growing up in Texas? Was that something that, that you always thought about, had in the back of your mind? And I, I, I always just wanted to play football, right? So, And I just told a story the other day when I, when I got traded. It was a Tuesday, right, the trade deadline, and my agent called, hey, hey, by your phone, we got something brewing. I was like, something brewing. He just hangs up the phone. Like, you know, he didn't tell me nothing. <laughs> and he calls me back. He's like, hey, you ready to go home? I'm like, go home. He's like, yeah, got you to the Dallas Cowboys. I said, do I fly or do I walk? Like, how fast can I get there? Right? But at the same time, the grass ain't always greener on the other side. Um, so that is a day that I wish I would have just stayed, no offense to Dallas, but I wish I would have stayed a Detroit Lions. Why? And fought through, those high, fought through those hard times with those guys and helped build something special with myself and Megatron and, and, and Matthew Stafford. But why? Okay, you lost me on that one. Well, because when I went to – I was a pro bowler here in Detroit, right? When I went to Dallas, I was a decoy, right? You trade two first rounds for a decoy. I never understood that. Never understood it. To this day, I still don't understand how you trade for two first rounders for a kid and you use them as a decoy. Mm. Yeah. I would rather just stay in, rather just stay in Detroit. Balled out with Stafford and, and, and Megatron, and let's see what happens. Is is that Roy? Did you um you kind of realize that at that time? Because you hear players all the time talk about the moment they realized it was a business. Is that the moment you realized it, or or was it something that happened before that to make you realize that you know you're getting paid a lot of money and you're expected to perform, but at the same time. This is a business, and they're going to do what's best for the organization. Yeah, no, I didn't. I didn't understand it at all. It wasn't until I retired and I looked looked at it, you know, because like still to this day, like I said, I don't understand how you trade. You trade two first. Who who trades for two first rounders? Who gets traded for two first rounders? And you bring him in, and you he don't catch a hundred balls a year. <clears throat> because you had To then, <laughs> right? You had To, and who else was there? We had To, and then they got rid of To. That's that's at the end of that year. So I said, okay, here I come. I'll be the man here. And it just never it just never happened. Right? And I also say it's my fault too due to the fact that me and Romo can never get on the same page, right? So if I would have said, Hey Rome, let's get ten reps a day after practice. Right? So now we're getting all these reps. And every time he throws any ball it's high, low, outside, inside. You know, he throws it the witness right there in his chest. Right, but that's just repetition between those two, and we never got that. We never had that rapport. So that's my fault for not going to him and getting that extra work in as well. We're talking to Roy Williams, Pro Bowl NFL <clears throat> player, played for the Detroit Lions, Cowboys, also played for the Chicago Bears. Now, Roy, I've known Reg, and uh, if you want to call him Swintown, known him for a long time. And uh, he can be kind of wild at times. You got any any good stories on him? Yeah, uh, <laughs> I call him. 
I call him uh, Swintown the Great. <laughs> well, excuse me. I don't call him that. He called himself that. Right? <laughs> <laughs> We're sitting at the locker having a good time, you know, shooting the, shooting stuff. And Reggie takes his hat off and signs it Swintown the Great. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what I call him, and that's what he stayed in my phone at, Swintown the Great. And he remembers that. <laughs> <laughs> Me, him, Oz King, Ty Streets. <laughs> we used to have a good time in that meeting room. That's man. a good receiving core there. Yeah, man. Big time. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And, and, you know, this, this swing time, man, he just, you know, he's a fast talker and he's a fast runner. And he's just, he's a good football player, you know what I mean? Just, <laughs> you know, just did what he was asked to do. Right? And I used to be Never in the meeting room going off. Just, just do it. Just do it. <laughs> so, you know. So, so what do you mean there, Reg? You say you used to be in there going off. What, like, like what? What was happening? Because I wasn't treated like Roy. Roy, first round pick. I'm a free agent, so Roy could do something, and it was great. I could do the same thing, and it was terrible. And I got tired of hearing the coach, man, Coach Higgy, do it like Roy. I said, man, Roy is six three, two twenty five. I'm five eleven, one seventy. I can't, I can't do that, man. And I got tired of him comparing me to Roy. Like, well, man, how Roy do what I do? Roy can't do what I do. Make Roy do what I do. But he's a first-round pick. So I would be in the meeting room hey, going off. You know what? They tried to make me do what you do. They put me back on the kickoff return. I dropped every ball possible. <laughs> Get me off of this thing. I don't want no part of this. <laughs> oh, I forgot about that. that. That's an easy way to play yourself out of that for sure. I forgot about that. What, yeah. what what other kind of uh, good memories, just overall, Roy, and playing the game throughout the years, do you have? Oh man, just the, just the camaraderie, man. I know y'all hear it all the time. It's, it's, it's people miss the game, yeah. The locker room, sure. <clears throat> really miss the, the the locker room. You know, all the games, all the jokes. You know, all the you know uh, stuff that stays in between the in between the walls. You know, all that kind of stuff, man. That, that's that's what I miss the most. Yeah. Uh, people to this day ask me if I missed the game. I'm I'm past missed the game. My my Brett Favre syndrome was long gone. You know, did I want to go back at one point? Yeah, but not really. But that locker room, oh man, that, that, you can't duplicate that at all. At all. With the Lions and some of the success they've had, they have a number of Pro Bowlers this year. You were a Pro Bowler when you played, and um, Amon Ross St. Brown is one of those guys that is on the mm. outside. He got snubbed and didn't get into the Pro Bowl. Now, he did say that the receivers that were chosen, they're great players, but if you look at the numbers that he's putting up this year, he has career best for a single season, 112 receptions, still has a game to play, uh, touchdowns. You know, the guy does it all, and uh, he only trails Calvin Johnson and Herman Moore for the single season record for the Lions and he's somebody that is on the outside looking in for the Pro Bowl. Now, of course, he's an alternate, and it looks like he's going to end up getting in anyway. But just what, what do you think about that situation as a whole, just thinking about how good he's played this year, and then he gets snubbed? Yeah, I mean, I, I understand his situation. I was the same way. I was second in the league in receiving. I was behind Chad, Chad Johnson at the time with 13-10. Uh, and I was the first alternate. And luckily, you know, Tory Hope had knee issue, and and I got in. Uh, well, I was upset with like how I'm first in the NFC in yards with 82 catches and seven touchdowns, whatever it is, and I get snubbed anyway. So I understand what he's going through. And the thing that I would tell him is, don't worry about that, brother. Just just do you. 
people, them, them owners and scouts and general managers are watching what you do. And worry about that, all those Pro Bowls and all that. At the end of the day, it means absolutely nothing. At the end of the day. Speaking of Roy Williams. Phenomenal, phenomenal season. And I don't know how big he is. He looks really small out there. But, I mean, he's, he's, he's tough. Uh, run after catch, uh, everything. I, I, I like the kids' game. I really do. Speaking of Roy Williams here on Out of Bounds, NFL receiver, pro bowler at one time, played for the Cowboys, Lions, Bears. Roy, when you look at this year and the NFL as they go through this last week of the season and the playoffs are starting to take shape, who are some of the teams, you know, we talked about the Lions and the Cowboys, of course, but some of the other teams that um, that you see doing some good things here in the next couple of weeks? Oh, well, you know, you got you to you you watch out for them 49ers. Them 49ers, are, they tough, right? I'm anxious to see what those Ravens do, right? Uh, Lamar Jackson, I hope he gets that monkey off his back in the playoffs. I really do. I mean, that kid is, that kid is good, man. And, and he also deserves, you know, that Super Bowl appearance and see what he can do. Um, we talked about the Lions. Uh, I would like to see Green Bay get in. I would like to, for them to stay in that seventh spot and see what Jordan Love can do with the with the Green Bay Packers. Um, Buffalo Bills. They, I think they're a sneaky, scary team. If they can get in, I think that AFC is wide open. Those Chiefs aren't the Chiefs of old. So, uh Buffalo Bills, watch out. And the Cleveland Browns. Don't forget about those Cleveland Browns. Joe Flacco. Don't sleep on that story right there. Hey, we really appreciate you spending some time with us today, Roy. Uh, It's been a pleasure. And uh, reflecting on some of the good times with you and Reg and the NFL career and also talking about some current things going on in the NFL, we really appreciate it. Yes, sir, guys. I appreciate y'all. All right, Dub. Later.